In this episode, Jesse and I go over who we believe will be our top 10 wide receivers in 2017. Hey everybody, this is uh, Jesse and Justin, and uh, this is the Brothers Sports Show, and today on this episode, we're going to be talking about our top 10 uh, wide receivers going into 2017. And right now, we have uh, our number 10. I picked DeAndre Hopkins. I know this guy doesn't have um, a lot of quarterback options. I know last year he had Brock Osweiler, which didn't really pan out for the Texans. And then the last two games, I believe, they had uh, Savage, which nobody can really um, dictate where he's going to be going uh, next season. I don't even know if that's their answer for quarterback next year. But uh, in 16... He had uh, 78 receptions, 954 yards, and four TDs. And that's without a great quarterback, like I said. So I think he's a top five to seven wide receiver in the NFL. But due to his uh, quarterback plays, um, I don't think it's going to really help him out too much. Um, I guess it just depends on uh, the quarterback. And Tony Romo retired, but with how much he gets injured, do you think he would have – Andre Hopkins would have done better with – Romo in there, even if it was for nine games or whatever for you. Well, yeah, definitely. He has more veteran experience, and I mean, I think he's a harder worker than Brock Eisweller. Um And Savage, he's still a young quarterback. He still is learning in the NFL and hasn't started many games. So I just don't know if Savage, because I mean, the reports are the Texans are trying to trade for Garoppolo, and they're also trying to get Kaepernick. So they get Kaepernick. It might change things up because he. It depends on how they use him. Are they drafting him or not drafting? Him? Are they trading him so that way he could be, um, more running versatile type guy? Or so I guess it just depends. But um, I think if he has Kaepernick, it'll definitely help him out. Not if he gets um, Garoppolo because it's going to be his first season starting. So I don't think he's going to be stellar. I disagree. I mean, first of all, Patriots have said that um, they're not going to trade Garoppolo this year at all. They're keeping that insurance just in case Brady doesn't play good in his 40s or or if they want to um, get the hype up on Garoppolo and have a bidding war or whatever next uh, season. But And Kaepernick, I don't think he's a good fit for the Texans. He tries to run too much. He gets injured. And there's just too much distractions with him right now. I don't think they'll even go for it. Um, however, DeAndre Hopkins has... He's got fantastic hands, and like, he's kind of like an Odell Beckham, like, it seemed like. Last year, a lot of times I'd see him do one-handed catches, and they'd be crazy. Some didn't count, but, I mean, Jesus Christ, it was really good. Um, he puts himself in fantastic position to get the football as well. He's always jumping up and uh, above defenders and just trying to get the ball. Um, and he's got really – he's a really quick guy, and he attacks the football. A lot of times I'll see a lot of receivers which have the skill sets, they have the height, the speed – and all that, but they do not attack the football. They allow the defenders to go after the football. I mean, because that's what the defenders mainly do. They attack the football to get it out or to pick it off. This guy actually attacks the football, and I think he's just a great receiver. I, I just wish he really had a better quarterback. I'm hopeful for uh, someone else outside of Savage. The only way Garoppolo comes with multiple first-round picks yeah. and – uh I think they'll get Kaepernick. But anyways, uh, who's the number nine? Uh, we got A.J. Green. Um, last year he had 66 receptions for 964 yards and four touchdowns. I think that was kind of a, an off year for him. I think the other years he did a little better. 
Um, however, him and Dalton have pretty good chemistry, even though Dalton may not be seen as the um, high-profile quarterback. He has done good with Green, though. Um, Green is a tall receiver. He has, I mean, he's got great height, and he always gets to the ball first. Um, he and he also has freaking freakishly uh, huge hands, like they are massive. I, I think he actually has uh, customized gloves. I don't know. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, and uh, he's got great speed as well um, to beat defenders one on one. And this guy, he's got really good acceleration. I noticed that he starts slow a lot and on his routes, and then once the ball's up in the air, he just starts like accelerating, and he gains like three steps on the defender. Like one on one, is there's no chance at all for the defender to uh, catch him, and he stops on a dime um, for that football. I think next year he's gonna do really good because I feel like Andy Dalton is on his uh, prove it um, season because he just. He didn't make the playoffs last year, and he did the years before, but he never won the games. So I feel like they're in a really – plus Marvin Lewis really needs to um, prove to other teams that they're going to do uh, make the playoffs this year because he's leaving. So I think with all that together, A.J. Green is going to do really well in 2017. Yeah, because every other year he has over 1,000 uh... – Receiving yards is just last year. He was short by 46 or so, 36. Yeah. So, I think. Uh, yeah, and only four touchdowns, too. I don't know what happened with that. Um, I thought he, for some reason, had, like, a lot more. I thought he had, like, eight at least. Well, sometimes you just have an off year. Yeah. Was he injured at all last year? I don't think so. Did he sit out any games? Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I want to say, like, turf toe or, like, um, a thumb issue. I have no idea. I I want to say something minor like that, but something minor can also make a big difference. Um, coming to our number eight, we have Michael Thomas. I'm really excited about this guy being in the league, especially with the Saints, with Drew Brees. Um, he had 92 receptions, almost 100, obviously, and then 1,100 re- uh, receiving yards and nine touchdowns. That's as a rookie. I mean, and he started off with the uh, a very high prof- uh, high-powered offense, it was the number one in the league last year, I believe, and that's with Drew Brees. So he connected with Brees right off the bat, and he, this guy's really strong. Again, he has great hands, and um, I haven't really seen him drop the ball much. He's good at route running. Uh, he's got some yak. Uh, I'm not talking about that buffalo animal thing. I'm talking about like yards after catch, if no one knows. Um, uh, seven, 474 yards after the catch, and he's been – clutch in some uh, games in crunch time. And I had this guy on fantasy football last year. So, I mean, I kind of paid attention too much. I was like, where where did this guy come from? Like, he was a big, like, help for me. Um, I think he's going to be better next season too. And uh, with Drew Brees helping him out, I think they have another off season to do. And receivers usually break uh, break out their second year. I mean, his rookie year was basically his breakout season. I I can't imagine what he's gonna do in the second uh, year. I know an average of twelve point four yards, a reception. That's um, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a first down every uh, every catch. <laughs> right, <what are> you... <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> right, you need to use him on Madden. Right. <laughs> so, for um, for number seven, um. I chose uh, Demarius Thomas. Um, 
he's been a solid receiver the past few years. Um, last year was kind of slow, but the benefit is he was with the offense that was struggling with Simeon, um, and so he and he still put up over a thousand yards with five touchdowns and an average of twelve yards um, a catch. So he has the potential to do really well as long as the Broncos can get their offensive line stronger to give Simeon more time to pass. And then it's dependent on if Simeon's going to be the quarterback or if uh, Paxton Lynch. Uh, but as of right now, it's Simeon. Um, so I think coming into his second year, he's going to be a little bit calmer, a little bit more poised. Front line, they're going to have to beef up and then give him more time to make the plays that they know he can make because when Manning was at the helm, I mean, he was at 1,400 yards in 2012, 1,400 in 2013, 1,600 in 2014, 1,300 in 2015. So he has the ability to be a star receiver, um, which I believe he's going to be this year uh, as long as they get Simeon in place and get him to calm down and throw more accurate passes. Um, that'll really make Demarius just, just blow up again this year and get back on top in the 1,300-plus receiving yards range um outside of that number six we have picked is brandon cooks brandon cooks just switched over to the patriots which is going to be helpful for the patriots because they got some top receivers but not very many brady's just very well at using what he has at his disposal so adding a top tier receiver like brandon cooks i think is going to be great for him uh sucks that uh um, Breeze lost him, but Michael Thomas is definitely going to pick up the slack there. Um, but in 2016, he put up almost 1,200 yards with only 78 receptions. So I think switching over to the Patriots and have a little bit more spread out offense and they can utilize him more than what the Saints could, I think it's just going to benefit him and he's going to put up a 1,200-plus yard season um, because the Patriots are stacking up their defense, their offense, they're going for another Super Bowl run, and this is just going to help them get there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, we have Julian Element, or I say we because I'm a Patriots fan. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> um, uh, but they have uh, Julian Edelman, uh in the slot. They have maybe Amendola coming back this year if he, for another year, uh, lowers his contract or restructures it. And then we have Gronk. I mean, he can't really stay healthy, but if he does stay healthy – um, there's going to be a lot of balls being spread around. So if he gets over a thousand, if Brandon Cooks gets over a thousand yards, that's just going to be a lot of passing. Um, it just depends on where the ball's spread out and everything. But he should be a top receiver next year because I, I don't see anything changing with that guy. He's really fast. He gets over the top of defenses, and he just finds a way to get the ball. Yeah, I think as long as you guys can keep a uh, a solid running game, because Brady's getting to the end of his career, so I don't think they want to be as pass-heavy as they have been in the past. Um, but they're still going to, need to utilize Cooks, especially if they can't get a run game going. Um, so I see potential for him definitely in the 2017 season. Yeah. And then next on the list is Jordy Nelson. Um, Jordy Nelson has been a top receiver um, for the last three years, minus 2015 seasons when he was injured. But in 13, he had 1,300 yards, and then he went to 1,500 yards, and then back to 13, um, 14 touchdowns. So 
he had a little break in 2015 and came out with the bang in 2016. And Rodgers and the Packers, I still feel, are a very strong and dominant team and will be tough to beat in the NFC. Um, but Jordy, is he's quick. Uh, he gets open. He makes fantastic catches, especially on the sideline. Like last year, he had a feud where I don't know how he did it, but he just was able to catch it, keep possession, and tap them toes. So I think uh, with his hand skills, I think it will help him definitely um, keep the momentum going and achieve the yardage that he needs. But definitely, if you're going to have a fantasy team, he definitely should be on it. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that guy's always catching deep passes. Um, God, it seems like every single time that Aaron Rodgers passes to him, it's always down the sidelines, right over the top of defenses. Like, Seriously, that's well, his, uh, that's like, his no, niche. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they do, but, I mean, this guy's just always taking the top off. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, of defenses. Yeah, but essentially I think he's a uh, he's a good one. And then number four on our list is Des Bryant. Uh, last year wasn't his uh, most solid year, but it was also his first year with Dak Prescott. And Dak, with how the Cowboys were set up, his, Elliot was just doing amazing in his rookie season as well. Um, they were just utilizing him because he was just running all over defenses, so they didn't pass as much. So their passing completion to, or pass-to-run uh, offense ratio is they were the lowest in the league for passing because they had a solid defense or a solid running game. So I think this year they're going to come out stronger and utilize both and really use Elliott while really using their receivers. And Des Bryant is the number one receiver on the Cowboys. Uh, Like I said, last year he only put up around 800 yards, but before that he was in the 1,300 range. Uh, Like in 2014, he put up 1,300 yards and 16 touchdowns. And last year he only put 800 with eight touchdowns. So they just need to utilize him a lot more because he's still under 30. He's still 28, 29 years old. So going into the 2017 season, I think they're going to use him a lot more and try to spread out passing a tad more to get a little bit more since Prescott's a little bit more comfortable coming into the second season. And I think he learned a lot. Bryant, can, he's just he's a tall guy. Um, he has good hands. He's quick. So I think he's going to be a uh, very, very well, do very well in 2017 with uh, Prescott in his second year. And then uh, this comes to our third receiver going to 2017. We have Brandon Marshall. He just went to the New York uh, Giants. <clears throat> uh, he was with the Jets. Um, he only had like 800 yards last year. Um not really that good for what he's normally uh, accustomed to. He's usually getting over like over a thousand yards, but now he's got Eli Manning, which he's also towards the end of his career. Which, but he has Odell Beckham as well. So I think it's going to be a huge passing offense, even more than it has been for the Giants uh, this year. So I see a and plus, how are you going to cover Odell Beckham, uh, Sterling Shepard, and Brandon Marshall? Sterling Shepard had his rookie year last year. He did pretty good. He's going to be better this year as well. But if you have Marshall and Odo Beckham on each side of the field, on the outsides, um, that leaves the safeties really just guessing where should they go. Um, 
can't double cover everybody. Yeah, you can't double cover everybody. So Marshall, I think, is going to put over 1,000 yards. Uh, I'd, I'd say about mm, 8 to 10 touchdowns, maybe. Depends on how well he fits into the offense, which I think he's going to fit pretty good. Uh, plus, maybe he could teach Odell Beckham a thing or two. I think Eli really likes him, especially since he's comparing him to uh, Plaxico Burris. Yeah, that's that, right. I think that was one of Manning's favorite receivers from the past. And so for him to say, hey, I'm happy to have someone like that back. Because Marshall, in my opinion, has always been my favorite um, receiver. I mean, I was a, I've been a Broncos fan since I was a kid. But when he was on the Broncos, he was my favorite. And then when he left to go to the Bears, I was bummed. Um, but I still think he's one of the top receivers if you give him the opportunity to be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's one of my favorite too. Um, he's always had his ups and downs uh, with his personality, but I think he's given himself a lot of – well, he's had a lot of patience with it. Uh, maybe he could teach Beckham some of that. And he still has his flares here and there, but um, it, it's going to have to change, especially with two of those personalities there. So he's going to teach him a little bit, and uh, he's just going to go there. I think he's going to really help out the entire offense. Yeah, I think it's because he's older and more mature. Yeah. I think if this if, – because he's in his 30s, I think if it was – late 20s yeah it would have been more of a uh, a competitive issue but i think now he's more mature so he's gonna be able to handle it yeah guys so i say eight to ten uh, touchdowns over a thousand yards maybe 1100 or so and uh this brings us to our last two at number two we have antonio brown this one was really hard for me like um i really wish i could put him as 1b but I mean, like I say in this article, um, that's not how it works. So I had to pick and choose, and this is what I chose. Antonio Brown, I mean, what can I say about this guy? He puts up easily over 1,000 yards every season. 1,000 yards is just a joke um, to him. Like That's like puny numbers. Um, a couple years ago, he had uh, 1,800 yards. Um, last year... He had 12,000 uh, – 12, uh, that would be crazy, 12,000 yards in a season. Uh, 1,284 yards with 12 touchdowns. Uh, he had 106 receptions, and he was definitely in the MVP talks. Uh, wide receivers really don't get much credit for MVP, MVP talks, but he was in it for a little bit. And there was a game last year that he had uh, against Raiders in a win, 284 yards with 17 receptions. That is just insane. That's like Calvin Johnson's status. Um, and this guy is not a tall dude. He's got he's really fast. He attacks the ball more than anybody I've seen. I remember a game against the Patriots. I think it was um Yeah, a game against the Patriots. There was a Ben no, yeah. Big Ben threw a pass towards Antonio Brown towards the sideline. It was a comeback route. And I could have sworn Malcolm Butler had this picked off. Brown got in front of him and just freaking attacked the ball like he was going to murder this thing. Like like he was mad at it. Like And that is something I like to see because, you know, he's eager to get it and he's going to find a way to get it. And that's what I love about Brown. He finds the holes in the defense no matter what. Like he could be triple covered, double covered. It doesn't even matter. He's going to find a hole there and he's going to find Big Ben. And he's gonna tell him, "Hey, buddy, you gotta throw it to me right here, like I'm open." Um, so I mean, 
he's just gonna keep doing his thing. I, he's not, he's gonna have over a thousand yards next season. I mean, I'll even give him. He's gonna have over twelve hundred yards next season. He's gonna have over a hundred receptions. Um, and Big Ben might be retiring after this season, so I think they're just gonna fling it out and just and just wreck it up with uh, these numbers. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's just gonna keep doing his thing. Well, Ben said uh, when he decided to stay, he said, "I'm gonna give." Uh was it Steelers Nation like his best and he don't give your best by running the ball he's gonna give his best I think it's gonna be a heavy pass season as long as his arm can keep up with how it is but yeah it's gonna be a top uh, top year okay and um our number one overall I'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of you guys can guess who this is we got Julio Jones I mean this guy crushed it last year um, he had 1,400 yards uh, last season with six touchdowns, uh, 83 receptions. He didn't have 100 receptions, but he did have 1,400 yards, and that means he's gaining a lot of yards on each reception. Um, this guy uh, was a big help uh, to the road to the Super Bowl, and this guy is everything you want in a receiver. Like he's got, he's one of the fastest players in the league. He's too hard to cover. I mean, you could triple cover this guy, double cover. Really does not matter. Uh, Matt Ryan could just throw it up, and this guy is just going to moss everybody. I mean, I guess you could say he, he's going to jones everybody. Um, he just finds holes in defenses, and he's a fantastic route runner. Nobody can guess where he's going. And, um, again, he attacks the football as well. Um, I know a couple times I've seen him last season, he would be... He would catch the ball. I'm like, okay, well, he's going to get tackled. And then he miss, someone missed a tackle. I was like, all right, well, this guy's going to get him. And then he had, and he stiffs arms him. It's like, wow, damn. Okay, well, this other guy's going to get him. And he just freaking throws him on the ground. It's like, geez, man. Like, this guy is just the best receiver in the league, bar none. Um, even better than Antonio Brown. Um, he's open even when he's covered. Like, it doesn't – and he's a really hard worker. This guy is going to kill it next season. I think after losing the Super Bowl as well, the way they did, he's definitely going to come back stronger, uh, work harder, and do everything he can for his team to get back into the playoffs. Um, and I think they will because they're hungry. So, so yeah, I definitely believe uh, Julio Jones is definitely number one. Um, he, he's just an outstanding receiver overall. But besides that, that sums up our top ten receivers that we believe is going to have a, a blowout season um in 2017 jesse is there anything else you'd like to say uh yeah i would just like to add that the draft is still coming up and there still could be players that are going to uh have breakout seasons like michael thomas did last season that um they could eventually uh bust some of our top tens but that's our uh top 10 for uh right now so guys thank you for listening uh Just like always, be sure to subscribe, like our Facebook page, like our Twitter, Instagram. We're on Twitch. We play uh, Madden and FIFA and some other games on there every once in a while. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to our blog. Um, You can find us on all of our handles, Bro Sports Media, as well as brosportsmedia.com. So check us out. Let us know who you think your top 10 receivers are. See how. Uh, let us know how our list is and uh, where they rank up. And uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.